sponsored by the Dunleary Rattown Local Enterprise Office. You're listening to Business Eye on Dublin South FM. Hello and welcome to Business Eye here at uh, Dublin South FM, sponsored as usual by Dunleary Rattown Local Enterprise Office. It's Friday the 11th of March and... uh, Boy, we're living in a real VUCA world, a volatile, uncertain, complex and ambiguous world. And, you know, there's a lot going on. And we've had to endure a lot with Brexit and pandemic and now what's happening in, in Ukraine. And But I do think we just we need to mind ourselves. We need to realize that love prevails everything. We need to live in the moment. And we, we need to, for those of us fortunate enough, I think we need to carry on and carry on with our lives. And and, and really, that kind of underpins the discussion that I'm having today. And Joe can't make this part of the show, but he's very much here in spirit because I know he loves travel. Um, and we're going to be talking about travel and the travel industry. And I'm delighted today to be joined by Kira Mooney. She is Managing Director of Freedom Travel, Solo Travel. Um, I know she's run Freedom Travel for 11 years. She's been 20 years plus in the travel industry. Kira, it's great to see you. Thank you. You too, Simon. Thanks for having me on the show. You're welcome. And uh, travel is kind of the tourism industry is kind of in my heart as well, because for those of the listeners who don't know, I spent uh, 10 years in Australia and I was actually a consulting CEO to the Indigenous Tourism Council in Australia. And I learned a lot of the language of travel and the tourism industry. And I found it quite a complicated industry. But but before we get on to the mechanics of the industry, um, I mean, it's a lovely industry. It's such a fun industry, but there's lots of language that I couldn't get my head around. But anyway, maybe yeah. that's just maybe that's just me. <laughs> but um, Kira, tell us about you. Tell us about your journey. Tell us about your journey. Oh, I think my journey started just coming out of school. I didn't really know what I wanted to do as a child. I think it was a very young age to to know what you want to do for the rest of your life, but. By the look of God, I fell into a course in Ballyferma doing tourism and travel. And as they say, the rest is history. Um, My dad is in the fire brigade, so he knew people that knew people and so on, such as Ireland. Um, So he knew somebody that got me a job in First Choice in Talbot Street. So I worked there for about a year and then somebody there got me a job with Toulon Travel. So Toulon Travel at one stage had over 16 branches between Kildare and Dublin. Um, and then what happened is they went out of business in June 2009. And then in the January 2010, I opened up Freedom Travel. But it was always a passion of mine. I remember one client coming in and sitting down in front of me when I'd opened a new office. She was walking past and she said, Jesus, I remember years ago you said you'd always have your own agency. Now, I couldn't remember that myself, but <laughs> she obviously did. Wow. And, you know, I I know you a little bit because we've spoken before. You have huge energy and resilience and passion and and you just love the industry. And so so tell me a little bit about the two companies, Freedom Travel and Solo Travel. And tell us a little bit about the kind of markets. Maybe talk about Freedom Travel first, the kind of market it covers, the kind of customers. And then let's talk about Solo Travel. Well, freedom to me, basically, I think everyone can kind of relate to it now after being locked up for nearly two years. Freedom to me has always been my passion. It's been able to go somewhere and experience new cultures. And it's also about people. Like a church isn't going to talk to you, but the people you meet at a destination, wherever you travel, some of them have life-changing effects on you. Like it's unbelievable how much you appreciate from traveling. And I think with freedom travel, what I wanted to do is, 
everyone told me I couldn't do it. All the travel agents back in 2009, I don't know if you can remember back, they were all closing down. And I remember ringing the commission for aviation and they even said, are you mad? Just go online. And I said, no, it's, it's not the way I operate. It's very much a person to person relationship. It's not so much about the destinations, but it's understanding what the clients are looking for. So people have come into me and, oh, my neighbor went to such and such a place and my friend told me about this. I said, scrap all that. It's not about them. This is about you. It's it's your holiday. It's your dream. It's it's something you have to go with your gut on. Like I've also told people that have come into the office that we're sitting down and we're having a chat. It's sometimes it's nearly turning into a counseling session because people book trips for different reasons. Sometimes it's to escape. Sometimes it's to, I don't know, kind of reward themselves for a tough year they're after having. And it's just, it's an incredible way of experiencing the world that we live in and making connections. I think that's what freedom to me is all about. You're right. You know, it's funny because my family, we're off to Dubai this Saturday and for a week and we haven't been to the sun for a couple of years. And and I'm visualizing the different stages of the holiday and each of them excite me in different ways. So even just driving to the airport, I feel a kind of real <laughs> excitement. And then at, at the airport, I love just to people watch. And then on the plane, I love to watch the movies and just watch people up, walking up and down the, the aisle. When I get to the yeah. other end, I love to soak the atmosphere of the, hotel, the airport. Then I love, you know, the time in the hotel. And it's all the experiences. It's watching people. It's eating, eating different food. It's feeling differently. Do you think that's what it is? It's about just getting out and, and exploring. It's exploring, isn't it? You hit the nail on the head. Like I have so many stories from my travels. It's incredible. From like even in the airport, nearly missing flights, just caught up in the moment and looking at people. And like, it's so emotional, especially like if you're in the airport and you're actually in the moment, not worrying about getting through the gate. That all happens once you get there on time. But when you see people saying goodbye to each other and like welcoming each other back into the country, it's just, it's incredible. It's like, it's what we're all about as human beings. It's about the yeah. connection that people have. And it is an incredible, if you enjoy the journey, I think you hit on something very, very special there, Simon. It's enjoying the journey. It's not just about yeah. the destination. It's like oh. life, you know, like your yeah. goal would be Dubai and the journey yeah. is to get there, but it's enjoying yeah. that. Yeah. No, it's, for, for me, it's not just about being there. It's about the journey there. It's about the feelings on the journey. It's mm. looking at my daughter's, when we get to the airport, it's it's all the different feelings that you don't generally allow yourself to have when you're in the day to day life, you know. And and so so tell us tell us a little bit about solo travel. I know this is an exciting yeah. new venture, and um, you know solo travel. When I lived in Australia for ten years, a lot of people would go over to Bali, you know, on yoga retreats and and this mm. kind of stuff. But I haven't heard it in the five years I've been back talked about as much in Ireland. But I think you want to change this stuff. Oh, 100%, Simon. I think the market is just screaming out for this because I'm now turning 40 at the end of this month. So it's it's one of those things. There's nothing out there for people my age. There's nothing for people that maybe are single that want to go travel. Or you don't have to be single. Solo does not mean single. It just means getting away by yourself. And I think sometimes when we think by ourselves, we think of sitting in a restaurant all on our own. To be that's not the case. It's changing 
with a group of people that are like-minded, are looking for similar adventures as you. Like it's going away with a group of strangers and coming back with friends that you're going to have for life. Like I yeah. would hope, my goal would be that people that use us once and not have to use us again because yeah. they've met people that they can go traveling with them themselves, that they've just, they've built that connection with them. Yeah. And can they, can they at times during the break go off and completely do their own thing? Can 100%. they say, you know, yeah, like the reason this all came about, um, I was in a relationship and the person that I was with didn't like traveling. So this is the whole premise that set this kind of the ball rolling for me. I decided then uh, a number of years ago, listen, if someone, if I can't get friends and my partner at the time to travel with me, why am I doing it on my own? And I was terrified. I'll be honest with you. It's that gut-wrenching feeling. Am I going to meet anyone? Am I going to be sitting on my own for the, the five nights? So I booked a solo cabin on a cruise with NCL. And it was fantastic because they had a studio and everybody in that studio, it's like a joint meeting area in the center of the ship. Everyone that was there was traveling solo. So you felt straight away, you're not like this person that's out on their own that people are looking at feeling sorry for because you've no friends. You know, it was more of a community and that's what it's all about. You had something to share straight away without even knowing people. You know, it's funny because I am, you know, I've been happily married for nearly 25 years, but, 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 but I've been over to London a couple of times, September and last month on business and to see family and stuff by myself. My wife stayed here and my daughter stayed here. And I just really loved, and my wife, my wife wouldn't be offended if I said this, right? Yeah. She knows it, but I really loved being by myself for three or four days. And cause I knew I was coming back, but, but mm. I found it so exhilarating here. You know, I would, I actually treated them like solo breaks. You know, I found myself yeah. walking around London, looking at all the sites absorbing the atmosphere, stopping when I wanted to at a coffee mm-hmm. shop or, 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 you know, looking at this and looking at that. I found it so therapeutic, so relaxing. Mm-hmm. So it made me feel younger, if that makes sense. It made me feel yeah. like more alive. Adventurous. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's just, and it was nothing majorly adventurous. It was just me giving me time and space. And I think, mm-hmm. I think there's, I think there's an industry there. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not espousing couples break up right <laughs> but i do think it's important. we all need our own space you know and uh it's interesting and so in terms of solo travel what 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 are the biggest what are the biggest markets or, or the best destinations or or are any countries really doing this better than others tell us about the solo industry. it's not really about the destination to be honest with you it's more about the experiences in their destinations So with solo travel, it's the ABC. So it's an adventure and beach and culture. So there's something there for everyone. If you want to do a yoga retreat or you want to do a boot camp or go canyoning or kayaking, stand up paddleboarding, that's your adventure type of trip. But then you also have the beach, which is much more relaxed and chill out. You have your own space. And then the culture will be like your city breaks, which are cooking classes, wine tasting. It's just a total immersion in the destination that you're visiting. But the most important part of this is I've done an awful lot of tours myself on my own with like groups. And I found that I never had enough time to myself 
as well as with the group because I, I'm terrible. I suffer dreadful with FOMO. So <laughs> if there's something going on, I sign myself up for it. But to have something that you have a few days at the start where people can bond and get to know each other and, and take part in these experiences together and then have their own time to decide, actually, I got on really well with that person. Let's go for dinner or let's do something different. And it just it gives the people the kind of the freedom to do that within the solo travel. Yeah, I think you're making me feel lazy because I would probably put beach at 70%, yeah. adventure at 20% and culture at 10 <laughs> For me, a holiday is just, I mean, I do love, I love, it's funny because when I go on a holiday holiday, a sun holiday, it's more beach and it's relaxation with a book and just chilling. But then I love city breaks as well. And I could, like in London two weeks ago, I walked, I think I did about 40,000 steps in two Whoa. days. I, I just walked and walked and walked because I just love yeah. soaking up the atmosphere and seeing people. And and mm. um, so, you know, in terms of solo travel, what 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 are you focusing on? What, what are your priorities? How are you how do you mm. how do you build a business out of Ireland that really has huge opportunity? Take us through the steps you're going through. Maybe just explain yeah, how you're building it. Uh, this is something that I thought about a long time ago. And um, it's one of those things. It's kind of, I just finished that book alignment, as you know. And yeah. it, it basically, it rang true. Like the bells were really ringing in my ears to like, this is the year that this is going to be done. Because yeah. I've done that much research. I've gone with other companies from the UK. I know what's missing. I, I, I am that soldier. I'm not, ta- I'm not talking the talk, I'm not walking the walk. I'm doing both. You know, it's very few people out there that you see that it's kind of I've had them gut wrenching feelings. I've gone on a ski holiday on my own. I've made friends from that who I ended up going away with them the following year with them and the following year again. Like it's it's just been incredible. So the steps are basically it's going to be what people are looking for as well. So I'm going to start off with kind of more kind of four or five nights. As you know, now I kind of spend half my time between Spain, Valencia and Ireland. It was a silver lining for me over the last two years. And so it's now it's the realization that my life that I have in Valencia to share that with other people while showing them what's possible because changing your environment changes you as a person they used to say it was all down to DNA but now they're proving that it's actually up to your environment which I think is incredible yeah I agree I've just finished a neuroscience program and yeah you're right I mean I think nurture uh, and your experiences are 60 80 90 percent of what shapes you yes your dna and nature is your anchor but life is like a canvas i mean you can paint your own canvas can't you and absolutely and And people don't realize they have the paintbrushes and they have every single color available to them yeah they just and i think to me travel is like open that uh, palette of colors and just just running away with yourself, like the creativity that comes and the people that you meet and the passion that you see. It's just, yeah. it's incredible. Sponsored by the Dunleary Rattown Local Enterprise Office. You're listening to Business Eye on Dublin South FM. You know, it's funny because, you know, coming back, I lived in Australia, as I said, and I did a fair bit of business in China, you know. Uh, mm. I went there 12, 13 times over three years and I really got to know Chinese people well. And from a business perspective, but also socially, you know, and mm-hmm. and I, I, A, I never saw any trouble ever. B, I never felt uncomfortable ever. C, I was always, always treated really well. And 
And D, you know, I've made two really good friends out of it. And 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 yet when you live over here, if you've never been to China, all you hear is negative stuff, you know, yeah. China, big brother and negative stuff. You have to meet the people. You have to meet the people. There's a difference between governments and people, as we're ah, as we're unfortunately seeing right now in Ukraine. You know, there's a difference between the people and governments. And so, you know, there's this saying, contempt prior to investigation. Unless you go and visit the countries and meet people and spend time with them, you can't really form an opinion. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. Like, I, I don't judge anybody for anything because there's yeah. always... There's always different ways of looking at one situation. And yeah. when you travel, like you appreciate, like say, for example, in Kenya, you're on a road that's not even a road. And then you get yeah. back and people are giving out about a pothole. And it just, it puts so many things in perspective. And people yeah. are so happy. Like I remember I went to the Philippines one year and we stayed with a local family. There wasn't a dry eye in the house. Like yeah. you can't even talk about it without getting emotional. It was just, oh, it was amazing. Amazing yeah. to see how... A girl that all it cost was 20 euros to go to college for a year and they couldn't afford it. And then you're coming over and you have the money and you're you're giving it to them like any way it can help. But it wasn't that. It's just the perseverance in people yeah. that you see and determination and grit to just keep on going. And I yeah. think what you're talking about holidays and travel, to me, they're slightly different like there's, it depends on why you go away. I think, I think the future, Simon, is going to bring an awful lot of people traveling to rediscover who they are. Yeah. And I think that comes out by meeting other people. I think personally, we're a direct reflection of what we see in other people. Yeah, no, I and agree. And by traveling, that opens up an awful lot of doors. It's funny, you know, I I, I have this, I have a couple of really big draws. I, I really feel that I, that I need to go back to Australia and, and and spend a bit more time with indigenous people because I, I worked in that space for a bit and and also China as well. I, I feel like I have unfinished business. Like, you know, you were talking about that experience there in Africa. And I just sitting here talking to you, I have flashbacks of wonderful dinners. Like when you take when you go there on business, the Chinese people just like to feed you, basically. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, 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 and you go through the tea party beforehand and there's huge banquets on these, and the tables are always round because in Chinese culture they they liked everybody to sit on a round table. And mm. I mean, I just have these memories of mad nights eating like unbelievable food, and the laughter and the happiness. And and I wasn't even talking the same language, and and yeah. I just feel drawn back to that. You know, it it is those connections. And in terms of food, yeah. <laughs> this sounds a bit chill, <laughs> but, but where's the, where, where's your favorite place from a food perspective? Oh, I was in Vietnam there about three years ago and the food was absolutely fabulous. The spring yeah. rolls, it was just such a fresh, vibrant, singy taste in your mouth. It was like, it's like your mouth was excited to taste the food. It was yeah, gorgeous I, I've and been, so I've been, healthy. Yeah, I've been to Ho Chi. We went, we were lucky because we traveled a lot on budget airlines when we lived in Australia. We went to Vietnam. Yeah. And yeah, I remember that. It was like, it was like eating kind of like a waterfall. It was like fresh and Yes, it was yeah. fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. Yeah, I, I love the Malaysian food, the uh, nasi goran and nasi lemak and, and beef rendang and all that kind of stuff. I just love that kind of food. And that's another part of travel is that it's just, it's the culture, it's the conversations, it's the, what you can see, it's what you taste. Mm. It's amazing. It's amazing. What about the, um, what would you say would be the biggest challenges for people who want to go on solo 
holidays? What are the challenges that they face? I think it's just the actual booking it. <laughs> That's it. Because once you press confirm, then you start getting excited. It's going to be nervous. It's going to be excitement. It's going to be all the emotions. But like I've spoken to so many people that have traveled on their own. It's the best thing you can do for yourself. Like I done a yoga retreat down in um, the Costa del Sol there two years ago. And one of the, the ladies, she was like, it's the best thing I've done for myself. And I don't know how long. And that's what solo travel is. It's it's for you. It's all about you. It's not about anybody else. You know, it's time to rediscover who you are, what you like doing. Like, as I said to you before, my my solo travel is when I've traveled myself solo, I try to reinvent myself. I say, I'd be a wallflower. I'm not going to talk or, you know, it's just all these different things. But yeah, within 10 or 15 minutes of meeting people, it's just you become who you are and you yeah. just gel yeah. with everybody, you know, and yeah. it's all the stories that you hear from the people that you're traveling with are are incredible. Like yeah. I remember there was um, a guy there that was telling us about something that had happened in my work because I was having an issue at the, the time as well. And when we shared it, there was actually tears at the table. It was like, wow, I can't believe that happened. It's It's just... It's an emotional roller coaster, but it's definitely a ride you should get the ticket for. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And well, so so back to your business. What what's it for for anybody who's thinking about getting into the the, the travel industry? Um, I, you know, I mentioned I was the CEO of this of the Indigenous Tourism Council, and I I forgot most of it, but I remember there are all sorts of terms in the marketing space, and and there were different packages and. And mm. how, how does somebody get into this industry? I mean, surely you need to know all this stuff before you get into it. Well, no, do you know what it is, Simon? It's actually a very, very good question. And at the moment, we're actually recruiting for more staff. Um, I took on a young guy there three years ago. And I made the decision because in travel, there's a lot of people that are in it for a number of years. And sometimes it is difficult to treat, <laughs> to teach an old dog new tricks, no disrespect, but I'm probably an old dog myself at this stage. <clears throat> but getting fresh blood, I sat down with this guy for about six months and I went through everything and all the knowledge that I had, I imparted on him. And now he's getting on famously. His passion is there. Like you can train for skills, but you can't train attitudes. And right. it's amazing what he's done and how he's like, the only way to describe him is like a puppy dog with a wagon tail. He's just so happy to get involved in everything in the business. He wants to do yeah. the courses. He wants to actively learn more. And the clients absolutely love him. Yeah, yeah. And But, you know, I've forgotten the terminology, but the, it, to me, it seemed quite complicated. I mean, is there complicated stuff in, 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 in the industry? explain explain how it all works i mean okay yeah for example to me it's a mystery i look at your website right and i see packages packages and people can come how do you get those and how do you how does it all happen how does it happen how does it happen? <laughs> all, all the stuff, try and explain all the stuff on your website good question, without, good without, question. Without, in a couple of min minutes how does that all happen Okay, so we'll start off when there was no internet, Simon, all right? Yeah. So people used to queue up and we had something called UData, which is basically a very old bus system that you would load all the package holidays. Now, a package was made up of a component of flights, accommodation and transfers. That's your normal yeah. package holiday. So it would either be a week or two weeks. So then a big shift came when Google came into the equation and people would start doing their own research. So. Yeah. 
I start getting very uneasy in the travel industry because now people were coming in and they were telling us about a destination, things that we hadn't known before. Yeah. And then I realized after doing a sales and marketing course, it's not about the destinations. It's about understanding what people are actually looking for. All yeah. right. Um, so the travel industry then changed that it wasn't all about the packages anymore. You could now book your low cost flights and your accommodation and separate yeah. transfers. But then with that, people's minds just boggled because it was all about TripAdvisor, what sort of reviews it got. So it just, it became an absolute minefield. So I remember I was standing in a DIY, not a DIY, I think it was DID Electrical or something. And I got on my phone and started looking, which is the best, a washing machine dryer or a dryer on its own or a washer on its own. And this guy seeing me, he came over and he was asking like, what is it you're looking for? Within two minutes, he was able to tell me. Yeah. So it's like that when you come into us, we're consultants. Okay. It's not travel okay. agents anymore. It's more we're consulting. So I hadn't thought of it like that. That's a really good way of putting it. You've mm. you've gone from pure travel agents to consultants. Yeah, that makes sense yeah. now. We yeah. go from order takers now to actually understanding what it is. It's not just this is on the shelf, this is what you're getting. It's like going yeah. into a car dealership and being able to pick out what color seat you want, the color, yeah. all the all the other, like Henry Ford, you can get every color once it's black. <laughs> but yeah. now it's it's completely different. Now it's yeah. there's so many different destinations and the world is such an open place. It's so easy to get everywhere. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. I know what you mean about that bamboozling thing. I, I find that really hard when I when I want to buy a new laptop or or, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and I start researching, and then I think, well, I need to look at, I need to look at, you know, this technology magazine for advice, and I need to look at which magazine. And before too long, there's you're just information overload, and I tend to just go back to the first thing I thought about firstly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, yeah. And and the same with travel. I mean, as you said, I mean, there's how many ways are there to travel to Dubai? How many hotels are there in Dubai? How many experiences are there in Dubai? I didn't realize, just out of interest, I looked I looked at pleasure parks, you know, leisure parks, and there's about 15 or 20 in Dubai from massive places, little places. I'd never heard of these places. So, yeah. you know, it's that consultancy thing is so important. And It um, is. And it yeah. can give something, it's someone a different experience. Like, I remember I had a lady with two sons coming in to me, and she was looking at Europe. And it was just, I had been over in, uh, not Thailand, sorry, in... Yeah, sorry, in Thailand. And I was telling her all about it. And she was like, Jesus, that sounds great, but it's very far. And I'm saying, but like, it's only the plane journey. And what you get at the end of it is going to be so much more enriching for the experience than what you're going to get if you go and lie in the sun for a week. Because she wanted to keep active. She wanted to do an awful lot of things and have more culture. But this lady came back and she spent half an hour with me in the office telling me how life-changing it was. And it was something that she had never thought of doing and how her two sons that she never traveled with on their own before had such an incredible time and she felt so safe. So people have these perceptions in their mind of what something is like. And when you change that, it's, it's like people go on Instagram now and it's all about the pictures. It's like get out from behind your phone and start picking a destination that you're drawn to. You know, yeah. not just because you're going to get a picture to put up and show off to all your friends. It's not about that. It's like buying a new outfit and feeling comfortable in it or buying something that you're not so comfortable in it, but you think people are going to like to see it in, mm. you know? Well, can you think of the most, has there ever been a moment on a trip where you thought, wow, 
This yeah. is just a This is just a <laughs> so where, where was that? And I'll, I'll share with you my experience, but where was yours? When I was about four or five, I had an encyclopedia and there was a picture of a junk boat in Hong Kong. So three years ago, I went to Hong Kong and Bali for three weeks over New Year's and Christmas on my own. And I remember I was sitting on the junk boat with a glass of wine, looking at the symphony of lights, and I just thought, this is my dream. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been there. I can see you're a bit emotional there saying yeah. that. <laughs> I, I've been to Hong Kong many times. I, I, I absolutely love Hong Kong. I love, I just love it. My experience was, it was a work trip. And it was Alaska, and 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 I I worked for a company, an American indigenous company, um, and I remember I had to, I had to fly from Perth in Australia to Sydney, and then from Sydney to LA, LA to Seattle, Seattle mm-hmm. to Anchorage, and I did it all wow. on one road. It was like thirty six <laughs> hours, and I mean I, they paid for me to go on actually first class, which is amazing. Wow. But then when we got, when I got to Anchorage, I then had to get a small plane and fly to a small town called Cotsbew, and then mm-hmm. which landed on a gravel uh, strip. And then at Cotsbew, I had to get into this little boat and go up the Kobuk River. And I stayed, <laughs> this, I stayed in this wooden lodge, right? Seriously, in the kind of in the middle of Alaska, owned yeah. by the indigenous people. And I remember being taken up this river, and it was in the summer. And a lot of us think, you know, Alaska is freezing all the time. In the summer, it was 70 degrees. Like, and, wow. and, and because it's, it goes from freezing cold to, to, to hot, the mosquitoes are like that big. They're like an inch across. They're huge. Oh, but the thing <laughs> I remember was going down this, this river in this boat, and it's like, it's ancient, right? I mean, and, and when, the, when the ice melts, the clay riverbank just falls, and you can literally see mammoth tusks and the bones of, dinosaurs just falling you're like not dozens but one or two so that was the first thing and I thought I can't can't believe this but the main thing I'll never ever forget was have you ever stood in a place and you've looked around 360 degrees Mm. and there's no evidence of human existence and that's I when I stayed at that lodge apart from the lodge obviously yeah walking all the way around it there were no there were no roads, there were no walls, there were no electricity pipe, there was nothing. And it, I'll never ever forget, it's the only time in my life I've seen no evidence of human existence. It was like, it was like that scene in Jurassic Park. It was like looking at primeval times. And so these places do exist, you know. Oh, of course. And it's there, it's there for us to see, you know. We're not yeah. that's the amazing thing, you know. You know, yeah, I think it, you touched on a point there as well when I was listening to you. We don't realize that heaven is on earth if we opened our eyes it's there it's in the sunrises the sunsets the like i'm walking around valencia now and the smell of the orange trees is incredible you know i remember i was on a farm trip to jamaica and the guy that was hosting us torrents he was saying to us you know you got to use your five senses to describe a country or describe a place and what's what's it taste like what does it sound like what does it feel like what it was just what's the emotion that's coming up to it was yeah, just it was yeah. an incredible way of kind of connecting with us yeah it's, that's a good, you, you know you're just talking then you brought back a big memory i walked along sydney Har- oh up to the top of sydney harbour bridge with my younger daughter and i'm terrified of heights and so i was and you're, you're chained to the thing like you can't fall off and yeah. I remember I was walking up and I was shuffling up, holding on to everything, terrified. And there was this little old um, Japanese or Chinese, I don't know, lady yeah. behind me. And she was getting really impatient with me because I was going <laughs> slow. But when I got to the top of the bridge, 
I was terrified, but I just clung on. And I look around and I thought, I'm standing on top of Sydney Harbour Bridge. Wow. You know? And there's lots of experiences like that I've had. But anyway, we've only got, we could talk for hours. We've only got a few more minutes. So, so tell, us, tell us what's next for you. What, what are your priorities for the business? My priorities for the business is growing my freedom travel. But my main priority now is being true to my alignment and yes. having launched solo travel this year. That you, is my goal. And I think you should and you will. And I think it's amazing, you know, and yeah, how do people how do people connect with you? How do they find out about you and about mainly solo trouble? For those people out there yeah. who are bursting to come out of their shell and have new experiences, how do they connect with you? Well, we have solotravel.ie and I also have the solo travel girl on both Facebook and Instagram. So if people have any questions or would like to see destinations as well, like this is as new for me as it's going to be for everybody else. So if there's destinations that people want to visit and they're interested in, like at the moment, we have the likes of Jordan and Thailand, Portugal, Spain, like there's there's options up there now at the moment. But it's it's seen it's only through trial and error that you'll get that mix right. But with me, it's more about the people that are experiencing this. And as you said, like, it's that fear. That's what I want solo travel to take out of it. I don't want people to have to feel that gut-wrenching feeling if they're going to make friends. If you travel with solo travel, it comes as nearly a given. Do you know, I can almost, a a tagline came up with me, for me, you're you're never alone with solo travel. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what came up. Just just to bring the, the show to an end, it, it, can you think of the five places in the world that you haven't been to that you'd still love to go to? What are the five places? Um, the five places I would love to do South America. So I'd Me love too. to do Colombia. I'd love to do Costa Rica. Uh, I'd love to do Alaska. Yeah. Um, where That's, two. That's two. That's uh, <laughs> You know, I just I go with my gut on these things. I don't have. I remember opening a brochure three years ago, and I was like, "The world is your oyster. I could pick wherever I wanted." Yeah, but it was some of the pictures that I'd seen, like it draws you. It's the places it draws you rather. Yeah, it's like like, my gut. I like that idea. So you don't have preconceived plans. You're just drawn up. I mean, for me, likewise, I've I've never I've I've traveled a lot. I've been to maybe Mm. forty countries. But I've never been to South America. I'd love to see mm. Argentina, Peru. Um, I'd like to see Rio, um, yeah. uh, North America. Uh, I, I've never, I've, I've seen America a lot, but I've never been. I've never been to Boston. I've never been to. Uh, I've never been to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in Europe, I've still never been to Rome. Like I've travelled around Europe, but I've never been to Rome. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm just trying to think. Uh, Asia, I've seen most places. I think mm-hmm. I'd love to go back to New Zealand. I went to New Zealand and and I loved it there. We were on a week's cruise, but I, I'd love to spend more time there. There's just so many. There's too many places. Do, do you know yes. what it is as well? At the moment, we're in the height of Fias in Valencia. And if you travel to a place, it's like traveling to Ireland when they're celebrating Patrick's Day. Yeah. It's an amazing experience to be in the moment. Like I'm looking at all the people now outside and they build all these amazing sculptures and then they burn them all to the ground on the 19th of March. But the celebrations go on. I was at the Mascaletta there the other day, which is all these bangers. It's like a noise festival. Yeah, yeah. 
Which yeah, is right yeah, up my street because I make a lot of noise. <laughs> but it, it's just, it's incredible. But what they do is they build these sculptures and then burn them in order to get rid of all the bad spirits. So Valencia to me is just like, it's called a city of light. And I think yeah. it definitely feels like it. Yeah, it sounds magical. I've got a friend who spends half his time in Dublin, half his time there. It sounds, when you mention the oranges, I could almost smell them, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that's that's the that's the essence of travel. It's, it's just... Ah. It's just evocative of different places, different experiences, and just just feeling and then living that. You know, it's a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. Kira, I, I could talk for hours. How do people? <laughs> what's the best people to way for people to connect with you? I know you're on LinkedIn, but is it through the website? What's the best yeah, way? Yeah, my mobile. You know, it's with me all the time, and I can give my mobile number. It's zero eight six two zero five six zero four six. So if anybody has any questions or would like to just have a chat, I'd, I'm free. Give me a shout. Perfect. And if you're on LinkedIn, I know that. And yeah. here it's, it's been wonderful. And when, when Joe comes back, we'll, we'll maybe we'll talk to you again. Once you've once you've fully launched Solo Travel, and uh, it'd be great to share more of our experiences. That would be wonderful. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Simon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.